TNT Talk College Sports. Happy Friday, psych. It's Thursday. But it's Friday to us because we are vacationing as of after this pod episode. Yeah, I I was thinking it was Friday, to be honest. It's going to be a fun weekend. Ben and I, along with fellow pod members or guests on the pod, James Holmes, Carter Vaughn, Scout Callens, mm-hmm. um, and a few other people. We are heading down to Austin, Texas for the BYU versus Texas game, um, college football that is, in case you didn't know that, um, which I feel like you should if you were listening. But yeah, I'm super excited. Ben's super excited. We're going to do a short picks episode. Uh, this week, because uh, we felt like the Manhattan Project was way too much pod episode-ness uh, for anyone to handle, including ourselves, so and including the microphones. So yes. we are uh, experimenting and trial and error, but uh, currently we have a pretty solid setup right now. So. Uh, let's get started on picks. Let's take a let's take a reminder of last week's picks here. Um, okay, I still need to calc these. So Tennessee at Alabama. I had Alabama minus nine. That was a win. I had Florida State minus fourteen and a half. That was also a win. And I had Missouri minus seven and a half. That was a win. I did not get my Appalachian State minus five and a half. Nor did I get West Virginia minus three, so I went three and two. I also went three and two because I had Virginia plus twenty three and a half that hit BYU plus three that hit or three and a half or something like that. Air Force minus ten that hit, and then I did not get USC minus seven, and I also did not get Penn State plus five or five and a half. If Navy would have kicked the extra point, that would have been that would have been tough. That would have been a tough push yeah. that Ben would have had, I think, for the third week in a row. So yeah. Ben needed that. Uh, we are total for the year through week eight. I'm at 22. Ben's at 16. So all it takes is a couple good weeks and a couple bad weeks. Um, actually, all it really takes is one good week for one person and one bad week that same week. And that's that's happened a couple times. So I've lucked out. But I believe who's first what was your first pick last time um I, it was ohio state penn state i'm pretty sure i think because remember two weeks ago was when we texted and i think that was um i think you picked first then that was two weeks ago so i think it's you again oh yeah right let me let me check but yeah we'll double check all right yeah yeah, yeah. it's you it's you this week cool um, first pick top fifteen matchup, college game day, Oregon at Utah. Oregon's favored by six and a half. Love that line. Give me Oregon to win by seven to ten points. I think I think Oregon is the superior team. I think if this were being played in Austin Stadium, Oregon would wipe the floor with Utah. But Rice Eccles Stadium, uh. Not an easy place to play. They're coming off a big win against USC, which for some reason Utah just owns USC for... I think there are reasons. I think there are reasons, but just it's just kind of funny. 
Oregon's a really good team. Mm-hmm. Oregon's very good, and this line's pretty generous. I would have maybe maybe considered Utah if it was Oregon minus nine and a half. We're like, ooh. If but, it was by more than a touchdown, it gets. It, I would. I would be. Eh. Yeah. But it, like, even if it were seven and a half, I'd have some pause. Yeah. But the six, six and, and a half, half is easy. This is perfect. Yeah. Give me the Ducks. I agree. Cam Rising is not coming back. Give me Oregon. Yeah, I think it's one of those games where like Utah can just destroy USC because of physicality, right? Like Oregon is not. I mean, they're not Georgia by any means, but like. Or Michigan, but like you're not just going to push them around. Yeah, they they can match the physicality that Utah has, but then have better quarterback play, better athletes. So I'm I'm going. I I agree. I like Oregon there. Uh, next one here, I'm going to go Florida plus fourteen and a half. Okay. Against Georgia, uh, this is played at Jacksonville, right? That's where they always play this game. Yeah, it's- I believe it's. It's one of those. Uh, it's one of the rivalries along with the, um, along with Texas Oklahoma, where they play it at a neutral site. Yeah. So um, this is a game where it's like I like Georgia to win by like ten, but this just sort of feels like a game in which it's tight for a little bit. Florida's like sneaky, been pretty good. They're weird. They're I, weird. I think they've gotten Graham Mertz is pretty good. Yeah, and I I've always kind of been. Ever since that Utah game, uh-huh. um, I, it's not like I've been following up yeah. with Florida all the time. But yeah. Graham Mertz against Utah put up good numbers, yeah. and he's put up. I think he's. I think it's just taking them some time to find their groove, mm-hmm. and I think it's hard to ask to find that groove in the first game of the season for any team yeah. against a really good Utah team. On the road, yeah. I think there's just a lot of factors working against them. Florida's five and two. Yeah, no, they're, they're pretty good. They're... And I don't think this Georgia team's a juggernaut. Especially this is the first game that Carson Beck is going to be without his. Uh, the media loves to use the the I'm going to use air quotes here, like the safety blanket of Brock Bowers. Yeah, and I think that's real. Um, I think it's just going to be a tough game, tough environment. Georgia wins by like. Seven to ten points, but Florida competes. That's how I feel like this is going to go down. So yeah, and Georgia has not necessarily. Let me find. Sorry, yeah, I just had it here. Georgia hasn't necessarily, maybe apart from Kentucky, blown out any other SEC teams comfortably. Yeah, even like, I mean, Vanderbilt. Um, for at least the first quarter and the first little bit, I'm not gonna say hung in there, but they, they, I mean they kind of hung in there. Auburn and South Carolina are kind of the biggest ones to me here, uh, as far as an indicator of can Georgia pull away from these teams that they should be able to beat. And beat them comfortably, especially if we're looking at that spread. If it was 13 and a half, I might go Georgia, but because it's 14 and a half, it's crazy how that one point, very similar to Utah, Oregon. If it's one point, uh, I can, that makes a big deal. But I think Georgia could win this 35 21 and you'd win. So, um, but I'm curious to see. It's, 
going to be a big game. Florida does not have a lot to lose versus Georgia. That has everything to lose and a lot to prove. That's a tough spot to be in, so we'll Mm -hmm. see how they perform. So we'll move on to my second pick. Uh, You're going to have an opinion on this, whether you love it or hate it. Mm -hmm. Give me my UVA Cavaliers to cover against Miami. Um, Will UVA win? I probably would lean no. I think it's fair to say. Yeah. Uh, but the spread's 19. I think Virginia, and I think last week was a good indicator. First of all, they're hot. They're on a two-game winning two streak. Game win streak. They're on the streak. Um, I, I, but I think this is more about Miami than it is about UVA, more than anything. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how good Miami is. Um, and I just still think it's hilarious that Mario Cristobal – they they should be six and one. The, he literally gave Georgia Tech a win, which is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. They, they they had a tough game last week. Managed to pull out against Clemson. Uh, hung in there, at North Carolina. Other than that, I mean, they played A and M week two. Who's who's not good? Yeah, they they just haven't um, really proven to me that they're. And, and I don't think people are like, oh, Miami's good, like really, really good by any means. They're five and two, but they very easily could be like three and four yeah, yeah. or something. You know, they just haven't proven to me that they're at least a 19 point underdog. I think if Miami wins, I actually do see a world where UVA wins. I do too. Right? Honestly, just because I've just grown up, I've seen Virginia beat Miami a lot. Yeah, and UVA plays Miami really well. Yeah. For a team that, especially these past few years, have has not played super well. Yeah. Again, I know, like I said, you have an opinion on this. I'll let you have your piece. But no, give me I, the Cavaliers. I, I like it. I think it's like it's one of those where I don't feel like super strongly about it. Does Miami? Does they have? Do they have the talent to go out there and just crush Virginia? Yes, they do. But when does Miami use that talent to its fullest? Never. Never. They never do. They, you know, they're the same thing every. Tyler Van Dyke is actually really good at kneeling, and they want. I don't, I don't even think he's playing. <laughs> um, which makes actually that's a great. Re- I, I believe he's not. I, he's not expected to play. You might want to look that up, but I will confirm that while you continue. Yeah, yeah. I think that this is a game where, like, I think in the worst case scenario, they're losing like thirty-four seventeen or something. But I think I, I truly think that UNC game could potentially serve. Could Virginia just get crushed here? Yes. But, like, I think it might have been some sort of turning point with Tony Elliott here of, like, they finally got some confidence and know they can beat good teams. And maybe that carries over. Not saying that they necessarily win, but they might just play them tight. So, I like that. I like that pick a lot. And like I said, uh, I see a world where – UVA wins. Yeah. And it wouldn't surprise me. But, like you said, Miami does have the talent. Um, mm-hmm. They were able to – They were. Uh, I'm, I'm reading here. It's not like it, – this doesn't say – I'm sure somewhere it does. But I think this is implying that Emery Williams, who's the backup QB at Miami, mm-hmm. to Tyler Van Dyke will be playing again. And they didn't give up a sack last week, which is – Pretty impressive because it's against Clemson. And the two weeks before that, they gave up nine. So something clicks, at least from the offensive line perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, or if they – that's according to this article here. 
They say, quote, kept his uniform clean. Even if, like, even if Tyler Van Dyke... Oh, he is playing. Tyler Van Dyke? Yeah. But, like, oh, is yeah. that, like... Is that some sort of, like, game changer for you? It's not for me. I actually think that might hurt Miami because... Because of the point you were just making? Well, well, well there's many points okay. when it comes to Tyler Van Dyke. Like, he's you're fine, saying, but I just... I don't know. He hasn't proven to me that he's a good quarterback. I don't, no. think, I don't think he's a bad quarterback. He, he proved that he was a promising quarterback two years ago. And he hasn't necessarily evolved. No, he's been better this year than he was last year. He was a disaster. And he's been better than that this year, but he still hasn't He hasn't done what was expected. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm not super impressed. Give me the Cavs. Mm-hmm. Give me the good old-fashioned Cavaliers. Wahoo-wah. Yep, I love it. I'm making a Ben pick this week. Wahoo wah. I love it. Go who's. Cool. I'm making a Tyler pick this week. Don't do it. Don't do it. I like Oklahoma minus. No! Um, off of the sort of clunker, disappointing letdown game last week, I think this is an opportunity in which... Is Jalen Daniels even playing? I don't even care. Um, but either way, I think this is a game that Oklahoma wins by a couple touchdowns because... Kansas is a good team, but Oklahoma's better. Uh, Jason Bean is expected to start. Okay, and he's Kansas. a fine quarterback. He's a elite backup quarterback. But, like, at the same – this is just a game. It's in Oklahoma. Um, or, no, it's not. It's at Kansas. Um, but I just think this is a game that they win by 10 to 14 points. I like Oklahoma to bounce back here. It feels like last week sort of shifted the line a little more, and so I like to bite on that. And I think, and I know your thoughts on Oklahoma. Are they top four team in my opinion? Probably not. Mm-hmm. And last week they squeaked out a win against, uh, not bad, but not a good UCF team. I, I think they just were. I feel like in the back of their minds they knew they were going to win. Maybe they overlooked them, but I think they won't overlook Kansas as much. Yeah. Um. And believe it or not, I think there actually is some kind of rivalry, even going back to Baker Mayfield days. Um, That's right. When it wasn't really competitive, but now it's going to be more competitive. Yeah, I just... I trust Dylan Gabriel in the offense more than Jason Bean and the Kansas offense. So Yeah, I, I, like, I think Jason Bean's like pretty good. If it's Jalen Daniels, this is a tight game. If it's Jason Bean, there's nothing wrong with him. I just it's more the spot that they're coming off of. Yeah. Of like the disappointing spot, the letdown, that makes me like him a lot. So yeah. Alright. I you know me, I like that pick. Dylan Gabriel for Heisman and for best quarterback ever. After Zach Wilson, of course. And Keaton Slovis. So my next pick, I'm going with my gut here. USC at Cal Berkeley. USC minus 10.5. Give me USC in that one. I think they're, although they're 6-2, and two, I actually do think there's a world where if they went out, they still could at least be in the mix because of the Pac-12's tendency to, what's the word, cannibalize each other. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't think they're just... At the point of giving up yet. And this is a bounce back game. And USC, 
although they have their weak spots, they are just a better team overall than Cal. Um, Cale Williams is still going to try and ball out. That offense will score some points. And obviously we know USC's defense isn't great, but can Cal's offense keep up? Let me tell you. Let me see if they can. Um, so they've scored fifty-eight in one game against North Texas. After that, they scored 10, 31 against Idaho, thirty-two against Washington, twenty-four, forty, fourteen. They're kind of up and down. Uh, I just don't see them competing in this game. So give me USC minus ten and a half. Cool. I like that one, too. Um, this is one that is very much not a me pick, either. Uh, I like UNC minus 11.5 against Georgia Tech. Because there's no shot that they're just going to come out and not play a good game against an inferior opponent after losing to Virginia. There's just no way. I don't. I don't see it. Um, I don't see Georgia Tech or UNC allowing this to get close after last week. Uh, even if it's in Atlanta, I like UNC to win by at least. I think this could they could roll here. I think it's like a thirty-five to fourteen kind of win. Yeah. I, I think that line is insulting. Um, yeah. And let's shout out Ben because he's able to make this pick. Um, yes. So, um, because not only UVA won, and uh, not only UVA covered, but they won last week. So, I can't ever speak again about UNC in, in that regard. Uh, Georgia Tech just, although they, they just don't scare me. They got blown out by Boston College last week. Mm-hmm. Okay, blown out maybe is an exaggeration. But they lost 38-23. to that's not handedly beat. Yeah, that's not looking good. Um, and so, yeah, Georgia Tech doesn't scare me. I think they're on the rise, mm-hmm. meaning I think like next year they could be bowl eligible, like a six and six, seven and five kind of spot. Yeah. Uh, so they're not bad in my eyes, but they're definitely not good. Mm-hmm. They're not plus eleven and a half good. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you. Um, okay, this is another gut pick, and I hate doing this. Hate, hate, hate doing this. But Air Force travels to Fort Collins to play Colorado State. Air Force is favored by it is 13. Give me Colorado State plus 13 in this one. Uh, I think Colorado State's a weird team because they have a really good offense. Um, obviously, we're down Holker guys. But they have some receivers. They have some really good guys. Um, I'm going to look up his name real quick. Yeah, Torrey Holton. Horton, excuse me. Not Holton. Horton. That guy is going to be an NFL yeah, that guy. Um, and then let me look up the other guy just real quick. I think There's at the very guys. least it's going to be very tight. Yeah. Okay, no, that, that he was the guy I was thinking of. Horton. Yeah, um, yeah it's... I think Air Force just in my in my perfect world, Air Force still wins because I would love for Air Force to yeah to see how far they can go uh, undefeated. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a scary game. I think 
Air Force after this. Uh, they, they don't really have any letdown or like easy games. Mm-hmm. They have Army, which although I think Air Force is the better team, there's Army still can come out and compete. They have to go to Hawaii, which I think they'll win. Then they play UNLV and Boise, and those are two decent Mountain West teams. So, um, but just their offense is a little slower pace, just naturally when you run the triple option. Yeah. Uh, and I think Colorado State's they're going to score quicker. Mm-hmm. They're just more high tempo. So from like an analytics perspective, I don't know if Air Force can beat them by two possessions enough to maintain that cover. So, give me Colorado State. I want Dallin Holker to play well, but Colorado State covers, Air Force wins. That's my ideal world, but this is my gut pick. Mm -hmm. I do see a world where Colorado State wins. I might even be tempted to go money line. Yeah, I like that. I think it'll be close. I'm not sure if I'd go money line there, but I think it's a close Air Force win. I mean, Colorado State could certainly win, but still. Um, I will be going Wisconsin plus 14.5 against Ohio State. I think this is sort of a letdown spot for Ohio State, and I don't think this Ohio State team against teams that are pretty good, um, they don't have that offensive ability right now specifically because I don't think their quarterback's fine, but he's not C.J. Stroud, he's not Justin Fields. I don't think he's going to light up this Wisconsin defense. I think he's able to score some points, enough for them to win. Even, you know, it's plus 14.5. I can see Ohio State winning by 14. Um, But I think this is a lower-scoring game, sort of an uglier game like the Penn State one was, uh, like the Notre Dame one was for Ohio State. Um, I think they win this game 27-14. I'm going to take a look at the over-under, which is 45.5. So... Uh, my thoughts on that pick are good. Yeah, and especially it's at Camp Randall, I believe, in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. In this Madison. is their biggest game of the season at home, I would assume. I Wisconsin, let me look at the standings here. Yeah, they control their destiny as far as um, as far as making it to the Big Ten championship. Uh, I think Wisconsin is the best team in the Big Ten West. Which I don't think is surprising. I just thought they would be a lot better. It might be Iowa. It could be Iowa. Iowa, uh, uh, not crushed them. Beat them 15-6. to six. But Iowa kind of blew it. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Iowa blew it last week against Minnesota. Again, we love some good old-fashioned Big Ten cannibalism. Uh, but Ohio State just hasn't quite had an explosive offense, to yeah. your point, enough to – at least to blow out a good team, to blow out a good defensive team and a team that also loves to control the pace in Wisconsin. So yeah. Ohio State and Wisconsin will both mm-hmm. be controlling the pace. The not, diff- not as much. Wisconsin doesn't do it as much as they used to. Correct, especially but they still do because Mordecai is a more talented quarterback than they've had in the past as far as throwing the ball. Um, but we haven't really seen that this year, um, and I think it's. Personally, I think it's coaching, but I think Mordecai, if they kind of let him loose, and are you going to say he's not playing? Yes, he's not their quarterback. He got I don't know if he got hurt or not, but they've been starting Braden Locke, who's a, tra- a freshman 
who was signed. He was going to Mississippi State, I think, before Mike Leach passed and then decided to go to Wisconsin because uh, that's more of an air raid system now that Wisconsin's trying to implement. So he led him to a 21. Um, he led him in the fourth quarter to win their game last week. Let me see. I think they were down 21-7 going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, they were. Um, and he he did pretty well. So, Well, if you're down 21-7 to seven and then you end up winning your game 25-21, that's pretty solid. So yeah, yeah. I, I think there's at least some hope there. He's not a Texas boy like Mordecai. Yeah. So, I think Mordecai, I think he got hurt. But I, I would expect if this kid does pretty well, he might just be the quarterback because they might just it might just be a business decision of like let's transition to. The or future. if Mordecai plays, he's going to be on a short leash. So. Well, I know he's not pl- like just in general, he's not playing this weekend. I don't believe. Oh, I, I see. It, okay, I just meant just in general this year. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, no, him, so I I'm with. They you. might just ride this guy if he's if he's good. So ride and with him. And appears he is. I'm, I'm, I believe he makes this Ohio State game close. Uh, is this your fifth pick? Now? This is my fifth pick. Indiana at Penn State. The line is Penn State minus 32. That's humongous. Give me the Hoosiers. And you know what? I might even throw in there. Might be a little crazy. Do I think Indiana's good? No. No, they are not good. Indiana's not good. They got absolutely destroyed by Michigan. Shocker, I know. Didn't even keep it close with Maryland. Nor really Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Kept it close against a good Louisville team. Why is my gut telling me Indiana's going to win this game? That's, that's is, it it's, it's is it stupid? Is it stupid? I, I appreciate the, um, the, the, the hot take. I, I'm, so just, I'm so just against Penn State because I thought they were going to be good or at least give Ohio State a game. They did. I mean, not really, though. Like, okay, here's like, my, I, I, I thought the same thing at first, but like... No, they're, they're frauds. I'm sorry. No, I came away from that game no, thinking no. that there were two elite defenses and two... And that's what we saw. No, I'm not buying that. Um, I... So I, you think they're... I think... You think that Penn State's offense not doing well is like... You think that translates to Indiana? From Ohio State. Look, the logic, your logic is correct. Everything, everything on paper. This is not like a, I truly believe Indiana okay. would win. Yeah. But just there's something inside me mm-hmm. that's like Indiana might win. Okay. Again, I think it's more against Penn State in their mind. They're still in it. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, and they could be like one of those one-loss teams. Um. They're one of those one-loss teams that if they beat Michigan later on, they could um, – and if Michigan beats Ohio State, then it's like a triangle. And then, mm-hmm. again, they're still in it. They have a lot to lose. India has literally nothing to lose. And those and that's always dangerous. Um, and I think a 32-point spread. So my pick is Indiana plus 32. I don't think – I don't think they get beat by 32, but there is a part in me. There is a part. It's an insane part, Ben. Mm-hmm. That's. I'm seeing Barstool posts. I'm seeing Bleacher Report posts. I'm seeing ESPN and Sports Center posts, even though I have them blocked 
on my Twitter of random Indiana students in the stands with who's your daddy posters in the shocking Indiana win. There's a part of me. But give me Indiana plus 32. Okay. In Happy Valley. I'll I'll also be staying in the Big Ten here. It's Minnesota minus seven against Michigan State. Everyone should be favored by like three touchdowns against Michigan State. Michigan State's <laughs> awful. And it's in Minnesota. Minnesota just came off an Iowa win. So I'm not trying to overreact. I just think this Michigan State team is that bad. That Minnesota's not even good. That's just how bad I think Michigan State is. So I like Minnesota to win this game maybe like 21-10. The only reason why the line's like that is because Minnesota lost to Northwestern. Yeah. That's the only reason yeah. why. I just think this is a really this is just a this is a broken Michigan State program right now. They're losing to Michigan by like 40. They're cheap shotting Michigan players. They have Hitler on the Jumbotron. That was shocking. It was a, it's just it's just a whole mess there. That, and I just don't see them recovering in like they're not just gonna like wake up one day and be like, let's freaking go, guys. Like they're done. They've yeah. packed it in. It's over. Any team in the Big Ten, except maybe Northwestern, is able should be beating Michigan State home or away by at least double digits. Okay. So that's yeah. that's my logic here. All right. All right. I'm with you. I'm with you. Let's go over real quick, and then we'll wrap up here. Any other noteworthy games? Obviously, we've talked to BYU-Texas. Um, at least it's noteworthy in my eyes. South Carolina and A&M play against each other. It's battle of the mediocre Maroons, mm-hmm. as I'm deeming it. Um, that will just be just a sad game. I'm curious about this West Virginia-UCF game. UCF is actually favored. Um, and if West Virginia loses... And they play BYU next week. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm hopeful that that's like a competitive game because BYU can handle West Virginia. That's going to be interesting. So, if can West Virginia, you know, let's get it together. Let's beat this UCF team. Because if UCF wins, they're both 4-4. Four four. Mm-hmm. West Virginia, I thought, was a really good team two weeks ago. and They're, they're fine. Just the Big 12's not very good. Yeah, but when you have that Hail Mary loss and then you lose to Oklahoma State, and then if they lose to UCF, it's a slippery slope. So yeah. uh, that's interesting. Pitt-Notre Dame, not really interesting. Oh, Duke-Louisville Duke is Lo- interesting. Duke I didn't want to touch that one. It's top 25 matchup. I don't know what to think about that. Because I don't know if Riley I- Leonard's playing. If Riley Leonard's playing, I think Duke wins outright. I, I agree. Because I think, yeah, but... I also just don't think... I still Just in my mind, I just don't think Louisville's good. No, I think I think they had... They pieced together... They've been a product of an easy schedule. And they just... And Notre Dame just sort of crapped the bed against them. I don't think they're bad. But, like, look. I think this Duke team... This Duke team, especially with Riley, Riley Leonard, is better. Flat out better. Even without Riley Leonard, I, I still think they might win. Yeah, it's um, going to be... It'll be interesting. But with Riley Leonard's uncertainty, I didn't really want to touch that. Yeah, fair. And just a couple more games. Uh, Wyoming-Boise, I think, would be a fun game. It's a fun watch. 3.30 Mountain, so like 5.30. In the, in the words of Mike Tomlin, we do not care. 
How dare you insult the people of Laramie and Boise like that? Um, we do not care. I I just think it'll be an entertaining <laughs> fair, game. Fair, if you're really flipping fair. through channels, no, I'm just I'm just being a jerk. You are being a jerk. <laughs> yeah. You know this this is actually a therapy trip for on, ben on FS2. That's what the game's on. Yeah, you know, TV's TV, man. Uh, and probably the final game, Oregon State, Arizona. Oregon State. That's a good game. Favored yeah. only by three. So, question mark? Question Arizona's mark? good. Question mark? Could, trap game for sure. So, let's see how Oregon State handles it. Yep. Trap game for sure. Yep, yep, yep. And then that pretty much sells it. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll report on our trip in Austin next time. So, go kooks, wise up. See you guys next time. This has been BNT Talk College Sports. If you haven't already, please follow or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you may be listening. Thanks again, and until next time.